This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome off the rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. Today we're going to be talking about some new comics that came out this past week. We're going to recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Uh, welcome to the quarantine. Uh, hopefully everyone is safe and mm-hmm. healthy and has plans, or at the very least has contingencies for those plans when they inevitably fall through. Uh... I, like many of you, you know, we're we're just making our preparations and protecting ourselves best we can. By the way, the best way you can protect yourself is by washing your hands frequently and by going out as little as possible and interacting with as few people as possible in the outside world, which for some of us who work primarily on the internet, I've been training for this day my whole life. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so among that, I just wanted to just address the, the quarantine and the COVID-19 situation because, mm-hmm. yo, this is the world we live in right now where... It's it's pandemonium, pandemic pneumonium. Hopefully not though. What are you doing? Eating fruit by the foot. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> I already had some earlier. I knew what it was. Magic of acting. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we're gonna be uh, continuing the shows as best we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a little bit of prep on this channel. Uh, in you know, in preparation for yeah. the inevitable. So uh, I wanted to promise that at the very least for the next three weeks, Comic Pop will experience zero interruptions in mm-hmm. service. So if you love this channel, number one, go back and watch some old shows. Number two, uh, convert a friend. But uh, <laughs> you know, you want you want to spread something. You could go. You could do worse than Comic Pop. But uh, no, listen. Um, so yeah, back issues will be on schedule. Off the rack will be. Uh, you know, every Monday as usual, yep. uh, around five thirty Eastern Standard Time, except for today. Um, that's not has, that had nothing to do with the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it did. We 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 we, uh, we had some food. And mm-hmm. We we're putting it away. Um, but yeah, so uh, that uh, Elseworlds is happening. I uh, just worked out. I'm I'm trying to reach out to as many people from our past shows as possible, some of our special guests, and try and get a couple of episodes, kind of like in the bank. Yeah. Um. You know, just. Because we have some we have some opportunities, and I think a lot of other people are kind of just looking for something to talk about. Sure. Um, so yeah, uh, we're gonna get into some books. Not a lot came out this week that we really enjoyed, so we're only gonna talk about a few things. But I think we're gonna keep the conversation going. By the way, if you want to help to do that and sponsor the show, if you're watching the show live, use those super chats to ask a question, make a comment. We'll respond to it here on the show. We've been doing organically to the conversation, and you will be part of the show, and it'll help to pay for the rent exactly. in this place. And welcome to new folk who've just found us. That's right. Yes, if you have just joined us, or if you're looking for something out there in the void to interact with live that has something to do with comics. Welcome to Off the Rack, and by extension, Comic Pop. This is a lovely channel, which has tons of shows, and lots of different conversations uh, that you can enjoy for nothing, unless you want it to be, you know, a super chatter, in which case, you, know. you can. But, but that's also, voluntary. But also, welcome to those who've never caught us live, but because of working from home or being back from school, mm-hmm. as a lot of people are. That's um, true. Hi. Hello. Don't forget to do your work, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick from Pluto says, since my college is closed now, I can catch all the shows live now. Now that's a silver lining. There you go. Can't argue with that. Uh, so, yeah. Let's jump into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some books came out. I'm going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man number 41 mm-hmm. from uh, Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley and um, uh, Rathburn and Fairbairn. I don't know who those people are. Well, one's the colorist and one's probably the letterer. There you go. We're 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 putting the letters on the cover now. It's I'm, I get it could be the anchor. <laughs> hey, those are both difficult jobs. I Why agree. should they be on the cover? Because the, if, well, who are we gonna think? Their parents too? Like we're gonna fill the cover with all those words? No one. Speaking of co- filling the cover with words, uh, this cover has all the it has a little has a little bit of business going on to it. Yeah. Uh, it breaks from the new tradition of like it basically being the equivalent of a poster or some kind of like you know, hyper-enhanced version of what happens within the pages. Yeah. Uh, I think it's terrible. It's not great. Uh, it's just a little bit of business that, like, doesn't really belong in the issue. But that being said, there's tons of... If you, th- This actually is a great uh, indication for what's going on in the pages because it's 
It's a lot of banter, a lot of bit of business, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of that kind of thing. A lot of Nick Spencer like patting himself on the back for thinking he's really clever and funny. Right. Uh, so this issue, if, you, if you've been like reading Amazing Spider-Man and you've been waiting for Nick Spencer to kind of like deliver on not being Dan Slott and also being like, yo, I'm going to give you some classic Spider-Man. Look, Mary Jane and Peter Parker back together. Oh, there she goes. She's on the other side of the, of the country. Right. So, I mean, like eventually I'll deal with that. Hey, did you guys like my Superior Foes Spider-Man book? You like Boomerang? He's a roommate of Peter Parker's. Oh, all the tie-ins made me forget about that. Like, a lot of stuff is being paid up. Hey, Kindred? Not in this issue. Uh, so there's a lot going on. Um, hey, did you think maybe I might be a big fan of DiMatteis' work on Spider-Man? Look no further than every issue I've written. Uh, which is good, because well, DiMatteis is great. Say, I know you have thought No, it's that. true. I have. Uh, but yeah, so the idea here is that uh, Spider-Man is... This is a retcon of a book, not to anything like a long-standing history of Spider-Man or a long, you know, history or any, any kind of, like, classic story. This is literally him retconning his own book where he's like, okay, so I had to do those tie-ins because, like, I'm probably still paying for Secret Empire over there. And right. so I got to do all these tie-ins to all these different things. Uh, but I never really got a chance to actually tell, like, one Spider-Man story that wasn't an event or, like, an arc that had to do with, like, a thousand other characters and tie-ins and whatnot. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to make... Uh, you, you remember when um, Kingpin really wanted to get Boomerang for some reason? No, me either. But thankfully, uh, the, the characters all contextualize that for me. And the idea here is that Spider-Man and Boomerang have been, off-panel, throughout the story, hunting artifacts a la Indiana Jones in kind of like a fun, whimsical, like, buddy cop adventure kind of story where Spider-Man and Boomerang will go, you know, from like the lowliest sewers to like the highest point of a mountain to find these different artifacts because, hey, do you remember when Kingpin wanted a talisman to cure Vanessa? Well, yes, Vanessa's dead. And yes, Dan Slott resurrected her and then Kingpin killed her because she wasn't technically real. But now Kingpin wants Vanessa back because Spencer's on the book. Vanessa. Vanessa. That's <laughs> almost Abby. I know. But yeah, uh, so that's the idea, is that Kingpin wants that talisman. Right. R- you remember the talisman? Classic Spider-Man fans? I kind of do, vaguely. Uh, well, they're looking for pieces of it. Okay. To put it da- together to make sure that Kingpin can't get it. And that's a fun story. Wouldn't that have been fun to read? Well, you can, kind of, because it takes up like three pages. You know, oh, like all these different little things that they did. That's the same. Yeah. You know what they should have done is like told this story and then like have like random like issues come out when he needs like a break or something where it tells that story. Yeah. And then we go back to the main story. Right. Yeah. No, you just put it all in here. Okay. Uh, that being said, dude, paid attention. I actually read the stories. Okay. So every reference to the talisman, what happened to it and where it went and like how it involved Silvermane and the lizard and how Doctor Strange ultimately got the talisman because of course. And he's like, poof, get rid of that. Like. And then they just go, okay, yeah, I know the Doctor Strange did that, but, like, it came back. It didn't take. Right. Which is fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, the dude who was researching the whole talisman thing uh, imbued Boomerang with, like, a virtual map for all the pieces of the talisman. So you need Boomerang in order to get it, which is why Kingpin wanted Boomerang in the first place. Right. Uh, so it, it's 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 a fun issue. Uh, the Otley art, not great. Like, if you love Invincible, it's all the same. But right. his kingpin is like he's more grotesque and monster-like. Nah. Uh, okay. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it, it is. I mean, the, the art doesn't really bother me. I mm-hmm. mean, it, there's it's weird. There's like simultaneously like a fluidity to it, but also like it's static. Yes. Like, yes. So it's like it's like a contradiction of itself. Yeah. Also, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of the coloring. No, it's a little flat. It's a little like it, muted. Yeah, or it's like it's just choosing a different part of like a palette like you know like it's a lighter palette yeah um yeah which i'm guessing works well with otley's art maybe it like must, it doesn't it looks very invincible that's right thing. it maybe just doesn't work well when it's colored uh kind of more standard comic book way mm-hmm. but yeah i'm looking for a little more depth of color here and, and, and again maybe it just doesn't work and like no it would be worse i guess if they tried to put like coloring that doesn't work on that that art that's but. true yeah uh so ultimately spider-man and boomerang are fighting a horde of vermin <clears throat> in the sewer. Not like rodents or whatnot, but actually the villain vermin. 
Uh, but no, it's not him. It's actually a whole bunch of people who have been turned into ver- into that character or that have that kind of affectation. It's like a right. werewolf, but it's a rat. Uh, but yeah, they're but they run away because they're going to be attacked by Gog. And if you like '90s comics, you may remember Giant Gog because Gog was uh, the sixth member of the Sinister Six in Revenge of the Sinister Six, oh. which featured like everybody. Yeah. We actually did that episode on back issues. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed the issue, but I was like, you know, why did it take this long to get? Like, why is it you had to do all those tie-ins? Like, why did you not shoehorn those in? Like, why did you front load or back end all of that, like, kindred stuff? Maybe they had to. Like, maybe maybe there's something else happening where it was like, this gotta happen this way. Yeah, it just, it feels like an afterthought. It feels like, hey, oh shit, right, Boomerang. I'm probably leaving the book soon and I gotta do the Boomerang stuff. Like, you know, it's like, I I don't think he's leaving. No, what? (laughs) But, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, Oh shit! I'm I'm gonna do that thing, and it's gonna have a ripple effect and affect all these other things. And I never even paid off the boomerang stuff. And it's like true, right? But you can't put it all in one. I mean, you can put it all in one issue, right? 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 But like, I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> well, because, maybe like because it feels just, like an afterthought. Maybe this is a start to like is like a a soft start to his actual to his run, right? In a way, that's forty one issues. <laughs> It's it's like, what the hell, man? Otherwise, I mean, like, like I said, everyone is in character. The story itself is fun. Like, it's all, it, 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 what's interesting is it's actually kind of similar to we, we, the, the ongoing national conversation about how like, oh, COVID-19 is forcing people to work from home. So, hey, uh, as it turns out, uh, everybody really always could have worked from home and we've just been kind of lying to you. But, like, as it turns Not out, most everybody. people... Do, yeah, but a lot of people don't... Like, if you have a corporate job or a desk job, you don't need to be in the office at all. Probably not. Uh, and and it turns out we can all, like, lean on Skype or Discord. Not Discord today right now, by, by the way. But, uh, you know, other elements to, to reinforce this, like, hidden infrastructure. This right. thing that we've all been kind of saying for, for years now. Uh, and what we're doing with this issue, and the reason why I'm tying it in is because the issue itself is like, hey, you know how, like... There were six issues worth of things in this issue. Mm -hmm. Like, he paid off stuff that he has taken longer to pay off less with. You know? So it's like, oh, as it turns out, Nick Spencer could actually put in a ton more story per issue, but just hasn't. And then, like, remembered he had all this stuff, shoved it into this issue, and, hey, it worked out fine. It didn't feel bloated and, 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 you know, like, all over the place. Sure. Okay. So it's like, hey, this is cool. Hey, how come it's not always like this? <laughs> or how come it's never like this? Right. It's like I said, still cool. Still cool. Uh, okay. But it it does betray this kind of like true this other underlying truth to it. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, hey, decompression sucks. Like That's true. Where will this fit into the trade? Cuz you're always writing for the trade. Yeah, well, I mean, comics are kind of written differently now. Also, tip of the hat to Nick Spencer because I haven't seen a new character in a while on hey. this one. And it's like, I would love to see someone make, you know, like there's this big image. It's a tear. And you, I know you've seen it before. Marvel has this horrible promo image of their universe where it's like red and it says Marvel and everybody's there. Like they're all posing for a picture and it's using art from all different people. And like, they didn't just hire someone to freaking draw it. Like they had for the last 80 years mm-hmm. and they just like used some graphic designer. that's some poor schmuck who like had to use a similar color palette. to like, he had to put like an effect on all the different artists to make it look like it was all part of one art. I'd like to see somebody do the equivalent of that, but for all the new characters that people have created over the last like five, 10 years. That, like, n- never... No. Did, like, a team of characters where it's like, I know I could have used a character that existed before, but can I just create a character on the hopes that they'll put him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I get a check? Is that even still on? It has one more season. Oh. I think it might be either ending or soon. I don't know. I got warm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing that's working at least here. The heat. And it's the heat. Yay! Uh, Joffrey... <clears throat> Jeffrey Kindolo, good afternoon. Currently Hi. finishing most of my 130 games on Steam yep. and reading some comics. Gotta love quarantine. Winky face. But do stay safe out there. Absolutely. It's true. But take this advantage. I was telling my parents this the other day because they were like, my parents were like, oh my God. I'm like, You've, you self-quarantined a day and a half ago. Yeah. 
What a are you complaining about? They can't handle it. And I was like, why don't you literally just go on Netflix, make a list of all the shows you want to watch, and then just literally watch them all? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I heard that 20 million people were on, like, Steam. I don't know if it yeah. was over the weekend or whatever, but, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> right? Uh, forging views. What do you guys think the deal with Black Widow being given a current, given the current situation? I, I don't know what that means. Do you mean the movie? Like the movie looks cool. I'm hoping or that do you it's good in terms of it being pos- possibly postponed. Oh well, if it's post, yes. Uh, well, it is postponed. They definitely they definitely kick the can down the road for Black Widow, New Mutant. All the Disney Fox movies are over there. There you go. Like they're not coming out. New soon. Mutants is never coming out. Yeah, no, we'll never <laughs> see New Mutants in our lifetime. But. Uh, yeah it's too bad because i really wanted to see that movie i do too no we'll see it we'll see it it's just i feel bad yeah i i it sucks because like a lot of movies are feeling the pinch because of this i know and the theaters themselves and stuff like that i don't feel bad too too much for hollywood it's like oh no these billionaires can't make a billion dollars tomorrow but uh on the other hand you got like movies like bloodshot which came out and they're like man we're lots riding on this movie oh no yeah no one could go no one can go see it. it's a shame that they moved the date I know they really should have stayed in February. That was the time to put but it they out. No, because like things were in the like worldwide were not going so well, and now it's like oh, now it's no. You really should have put it out in February. Maybe that was a, the month for Bloodshot. No maybe they'll what. do a re-release. This don't really work out too well. Uh, they could well, do a video on demand release. A re-release would be basically like a new release. For yeah. It, it's well, because no one's going to see. It. Yeah, no one's going. Well, to Well, except for all the critic scores, which are super low. Right. Well, but the user score is super high. Well, there you go. That's and I mean, like, it's not like we can go anyway because the theaters are closed. By exactly. Us As of eight p.m. this evening. Yeah. New Jersey shutting down, baby. Kadoosh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I my but my concern for Black Widow at least is like you know. There's been a lot of, like, crapping on female superhero movies, and it's right. like, man, we're already 10 years too late for a Black Widow movie. I kind of really wanted it to do well. Hopefully it will. So hopefully it will in its new time slot. Hey, put it out in Christmas time. Uh, Taylor Pester, hey, guys, uh, I usually work today, but my mom got exposed to someone oh with the gosh. virus. Oh, shit, I'm sorry about that, man. We are all fine. No symptoms yet. Had to take the week off of work just as a precaution. Yeah, take they don't want you coming comments. in. Yeah, no, Take those precautions. Definitely. Keep an eye on your mom. I'm sure it'll be fine. You but know? yeah. But, uh, but you know, follow all the procedures and, and, and take hey, all the precautions. And hey, anyone else who is in a situation like that or you think you're not feeling well, it's okay to stay home. And it's okay to tell someone that you're not feeling well because honestly, you're doing everybody a favor by being that responsible. Yeah. You know, like, and I know for a lot of people, like, they don't have the opportunity or the option to work remotely. Yeah. Um, but there are, like, some, especially in New York, I know, like, they've got some things that affect where it's like, you can use, like, all your sick time and vacation days, like, immediately, like, mm-hmm. in order to, like, try Extend to. It. Yeah, and I think they, I, I, I'm sure they're going to have to figure out something else as no, well. They're definitely going like, to have to figure out something else. got to take care of you, too. Uh, Dr. Comic, catching more live shows and reading more comics. Where's the downside here? I hope you're all <laughs> safe and staying at home. Thank you. I mean, we've talked about the downside, but hopefully, you know, you're making the best of a bad situation. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, we're staying at home, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Eve Lala uh, says, uh, first time watching live. Hi. Welcome, Eve. Uh, do you think the reason the X-Men want Franklin for is for him to alter reality like House of M and replace the humans with mutants? No, I think it's more like he's their insurance policy because he can't, like he'll never die and he'll live forever and he can re- alter reality. I think their plan with him is like, well, we saw what the future's like and we, and clearly Franklin Richards was not part of, of the Hox Pox future prognostications. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he's our insurance policy to preserve the future. Well, it could also be that they don't want reality to be, reality to be altered where, like, Mora doesn't exist. Right. And you can't just kill a kid. Yeah. It could be that they're also using him as, like, an insurance policy. Like You said that. Well, I'm saying to protect <laughs> from, like, a House of X. Or uh, a House yeah, of M, yeah, I should yeah. say. Where it's like, yeah, if anyone does, like, if an, if an Avenger does decide to, like, alter reality, Franklin could buffer us like, from nah. it. like, nah. Yeah, I'm thinking no, not for us. Uh, so yeah, I, I think he's an insurance policy. Okay. Uh, and you want to talk about the, the, the indie book you have? Should we do that now? Yeah, why not? Okay, I wasn't sure we wanted to do Hickman back to back. Oh, well, uh, that's fine. Whatever. Okay. Um, I read Decorum. Decorum. Number one from Image. This is a pricey book, I gotta tell you right now, so... How many pages is it, though? It's a lot, but it, it was $5. Uh, five? Uh, that's fine. Five isn't bad, but I mean, like... How many ads? None. Zero ads. Okay, sorry. One ad in the back for issue two. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> 
Um, it's by uh, Jonathan Hickman with art by Michael Huddleston. Mm. Um, I'll be perfectly honest with you guys. I picked this up because it's like, you know, all aboard the Hickman train. Woo woo. Like, <laughs> I, I actually know Hickman more from his indie work than I did from his main yeah, work. Exactly. Like, uh, you know, East of West, Black Monday Murders. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to pick this up, check it out, that kind of thing. Uh, I promised, uh, like, you know, proper mannered assassins. And when I started the book, I wasn't getting that. So at first I was like, okay, here we go. But literally by the end, I was like, I'm in, I'm on board. Mm. Um, Initially, the book really won me over with the art because this is not a standard looking book by any means. I mean, obviously it has panels and, you know, (laughs) board balloons and stuff like that. Um, but the art shifts from being like fully painted image to just black and white outline to black and white outline with color pops in certain places to draw your eye. It's cool. really spectacular to look at. The art is right up my alley, so that helps too. The cover itself is incredibly dynamic. This is, this like, was I've never the, seen a book that looks like right, this. Right. This was the, uh, one of the alternate covers. Oh, okay. Um, I literally just was like, this book looks so off the wall, that might as well just be the cover. Yeah, no, no. I, I love the cover of this book, of this one. I grabbed this one specifically because of that. Yeah. Um, but, but the uh, but uh, Halston did I think the cover of the regular one okay. looks great too. Um, I think you can see it behind us. Yeah, you can. There it is. Um, but if you could imagine, you open this book up and guess what you're going to see? Uh, is it a Hickman graphic like language image? Um, no, you do get some sweet graphic design. Oh my god! In it. Um, sweet graphic design. Mm-hmm. Sweet graphic design. Right, and then the book starts, and the book starts with. Little info dump page. Oh, no! And by info dump page, I mean, like, at first you're almost reading, like... A book? Like, a book? And I'm like, okay, I'm reading a book. Right. Here we go. Damn it, I gotta put my thinking cap on. Comics, you've (laughs) completely wrecked my ability to read books. Um, (laughs) But then, after that info dump, you get literally a series of of pages that have, like, no dialogue. Right. It's just the image has to carry you and you need to figure out what's happening. It's gorgeous stuff, too. It really is gorgeous. Well, that's what I'm talking about, where we're going from, like, these beautiful fully painted images to um, later on things that are more, you know, black and white, just some line art with a a touch of color in it. That's cool. You get this like, okay, so I'm going to, let me finish going over what else you'll find in the book before I actually try to jump into what this story's about, because Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, like, I really am going to have to read this again because like, I was so stunned by the art in this book. Mm -hmm. Look, what do you see here? Oh no! It's a fade up. It's a made up moon language. Um, it is, but hey, you know what? It works for this book, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my god, this guy, man. Um. So. How does he have time to do this? By I the way, I don't know, man. He's a creative man. It's a it's a beautiful looking book, and at times those info dumps literally go right. It's more loose than X Men. Right. So like at times, like these info dump pages, these are actually like panel pages. Oh, that's cool. So, like, he's taken it from that to this. Like, this is the next step in right. Hickman's kind of like dissection and like reinvention of how you can tell a story in comics. That's really a smart idea. I like that. Um, so this book is about space. <laughs> okay. We're in space in either like some alternate history of us or some future of ours. So it doesn't matter. We mentioned like a solar galaxy and stuff like that. And here's where it seems to me that, like, this book is clearly going to go in a very different direction than X-Men is. Right. But I think from X-Men, he had some things he wanted to explore more. And so we see a little bit of it here. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, yeah. As long as he's not, like, literally duplicating it. Like, at the beginning of this, I was like, oh, good lord. It's probably more like he had all this stuff. He had all this stuff. room for it. And, like, this isn't going to fit in the Marvel Universe. Or they were like, don't do that. Yeah. So he's like, (laughs) okay, you know what? I don't have to do that. I have this other story, and I could use it there. And so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, like, the idea is that, like, there are these preserves. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and the, it's, like, basically, like, little seed planet things that are created. And, like, civilizations are, like, up and coming there. And then, like, like of, like, the thousands that have been created, most of them have died off. Okay. Like, five of them joined the Empire. And then, like, <laughs> some of them kind of, like, fought back, right? Yeah. So we see, like, these natives of this planet who have, like, these crazy weapons, and they're fighting against these, like, conquistadors. They look like conquistadors, guys, but yeah. But they're androids. Oh, 
Okay. They're artificial intelligence. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And like, they're there to collect, basically. And like, they end up like, is a really like grotesque sequence where they like, use their lasers on their hands and like peel a guy's face off and like open up his mind and like almost like a worm crawls out of it and then presents an idea to him and then he's like i want that the android's like i want that i want to get that it's this egg eggs um, oh no more eggs but like still the like that sequence is really well rendered because yeah. it's black and white right so like so it's not as jarring or grotesque it's, it's just kind of it cool. just kind of fits you can just look at the image it's just, of it. yeah and i'm telling you like honestly like if you get this book for no other reason, it's to like pour through the artwork in it. Mm-hmm. We kind of get a feel for like this galaxy that's there. That there's like this church of the singularity. Oh no! And <laughs> um, it is like it, it is an artificial intelligence who is like a contradiction of itself mm-hmm. because it's like it's an artificial intelligence, but it also has like this messianic subroutine ingrained in it. Okay. And then there's like the union who's like against all of this, right? And then there's like this floating world, and it's this one world, and like. It has all these, like, shifting, like, parts to it. And mm-hmm. so, like, the continents and countries never stay where they are, which makes it the perfect place for, like, backdoor dealings because it's, like, this, a city's never quite where it would be or should be at yeah. that once. And I was like, that's really cool. And that's where our story's really taking place right now. Okay. I'm sure this is all going to tie into this history that he's giving us because, as we've seen from Hickman, he lays some ideas, like, the groundwork for some, from, for some later stuff. Right. And then we get to the story. Okay. And so that was the point where I was like, oh, oh. got it. All right, we're doing this. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Um, so we meet a uh, girl named Neha, and she's a courier, and she has been charged with taking this like package to a location. Okay. Um, she usually does me- she usually does many deliveries. However, this night she only has one, and she's pretty mad about that because she needs money. Yeah. And they're like, "You're gonna get paid triple for this," and she's like, "Triple? Why?" I'm in. Wait. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. She's like, "Why?" And they're like, "Well, it's special priority." And she's like, "Usually a special priority plays double. What's up?" She sees where it's going. She's mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna need quadruple." Oh. So she gets the quadruple, and she goes off. Nice. Where she's going is like. Basically like a mob boss kind of thing. Okay. Um, so then we get an idea of like, because like she gives the like her like boss some crap because she's like, I get why you picked me because you, you're like, he's saying like, oh, you're my best. You're the best courier, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you know I need the money. Mm. Then we get explanations as to why they need the money. And at first I was like, oh, it'd be cool if it was this. And it is. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> hooray. Um, we see her looking at some like, cryopods and there's like a boy and an old woman in oh, them no. and she's looking at them right mm-hmm. and then it turns out that like um the i guess the government uh luxor or no the luxor creates these cryopods you have to pay for them and okay. it costs a lot of money and the idea is that it, it, it's like the disney lore like the walt disney lore where it's like you put go in the cryopod and when we figure out what's wrong with you we fix you right right sure but it costs a lot of money to keep you in there uh-huh so like okay so they there was a plague that was bioengineered to give to rogue worlds mm-hmm. and they gave it to them and like it didn't like kill everybody what it did was it made you really really sick and then you would have to be put into those pods and your family members who weren't ill would have to work for them to get the the uh, cure okay i was like that's messed up yeah that's messed up so she's working constantly to not only keep her family in these cryopods, but also to pay for their the cure. cure. Yeah. So she needs money. Mm-hmm. So she goes off to like, we also get a graphic of like her lunch. <laughs> I was like, I love this. I kind of love this. Yeah. It's a graphic of what her ramen is made out of. <laughs> um, which I was like, Ooh, ramen. So anyway, <laughs> so she, <laughs> I was like, I could go for that. Damn it. Um, so we meet the gentleman that she's going to be, um, giving the cur like the package to, and he's like, met with an older looking or an adult woman mm-hmm. who's like there and is just like hi and he's like she doesn't say hi she just kind of saunters in and she's like sure. an incredible looking design like i love the design of her and i love the way that like the other character i, I love all the character designs in this period right. just moving on um and the guy's like oh you, you're kind of older for a courier aren't you a little short to be a storm no, no. aren't you a little old to be a courier yeah. and she's just like yeah no i'm not and she goes in this whole thing about manners and i'm like oh i read the teaser for this she's an assassin <laughs> Right. And she is. Um, basically, she works for um, the syndicate. Okay. And um, the syndicate uses this guy because the syndicate's not allowed on this planet to do their dirty dealings. Mm. I'm sure they use other people too, but they use this guy in particular. And 
you know, things aren't going well, basically, because it, as we find out later on, he turned them into the government. And that's uh, how they got kicked off okay. in the first place. So once they figured that out, they wanted retribution. Yeah, definitely. Now, naturally, this woman didn't just walk in here with, like, a whole bunch of weapons or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, the courier, like, pops in. And they're like, uh, excuse me, the courier's here? So she brings the package in. And, like, he's like, open it. And she's like, I can't. Only the person who it's for has to can be, open it. Can open it. And so she's looking for someone named Morley. It's not that guy. It's the chick. She opens it and reveals like this crystal. It's the weapon. She proceeds to take everybody out. Right. Um, there's a whole lot of amazing banter in this. I mean, like legit amazing banter in this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, she like looks at the girl and she's like, now what am I going to do with you? <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome. Like I'm really in like to the world that they're creating. Yeah. Like without seeing too, too much of the universe or like the city, it get, still gives me these like Blade Runner or like Fifth Element vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're dealing, if you dig what, Hickman did with Hawks and Pox. Right. But maybe sci-fi is more your jam. This is probably something you're going to be interested in because he's doing that same sort of deep dive, except he's creating his own lore. So, like, if you weren't an X-Men fan and you kind of felt lost hearing about everything that was going on, you might want to jump in here because everyone's on the same footing. Right. Nobody knows except There's for There's no context. Where this, yeah, where this is going to go because he's just going to be telling us the story and it's going to unfold as it goes along. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, like, if for nothing else, then what the art looks like because yeah. like it's just it's just so well done the mixture of styles just works perfectly somehow yeah um yeah i just can't get enough of it so i'm in i'm cool. dead i'm ready for the next issue decorum decorum it's such a weird like name for it but it, it works sense. perfectly because yeah. yeah there's also like a dinosaur promise and then or not promise but like indicated i love that it's like a cowboy mm-hmm. and like it's like a shootout happening and a dinosaur and some big mushrooms <sighs> and robots neat right yeah i'm down uh, Dan and Graham says, reading more comics in my isolation. Any recommendations for good Superman stories? Any recommend, uh, representations in modern DC since Bendis doesn't understand him? Uh, you could check out Man or Superman or something like that. I think it's, I don't know what it's called. It's, uh, my Marv Wolfman. He did like an original mm. kind of like one shot story. Um, you always read Superman Birthright, which is easy enough to pick up. Uh, Superman Last Son. Yeah. Uh, it was, was by Jeff Johns. That's excellent. I always want to say Superman Blue, but I don't think that's what it's called. It's called uh, Superman for All Seasons. Thank you. I'm like, it is blue. Yeah, it is blue. The cover is very blue. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Superman for All Seasons is fun. It's excellent. Um, it, if you haven't read All Star. All Star Superman. If for some reason also, you haven't read All Star, definitely go get it. Yeah. Um, there's so many. Yeah. Uh, Superman versus the Earth Stealers. <laughs> and I would say, like, you know, like prior to Bendis taking over. Oh, yeah, the whole Tomasi Gleason yeah, run. just grab the Tomasi run if you haven't already, but that may have been where you started and then you weren't sure where to go after that. Right. Um, but, yeah, those, those I think, are some solid choices. Yeah. Uh, Deanie Dude 7, Tiffany, have you read Hickman's Nightly News? No, which just sounds like he something he would tweet online. It's just his podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I would read that then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess not. It's like a newsletter. Uh, Ruskin on 10, downside quarantine is not an option for where my job. Upside, I live in the sticks where infections are low, so right. I have some money to stay safe. City dwellers. Oh, we're not. Oh, so, so I have some money. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are close enough to the city. I mean, like. We're near towns. What, what our issue is, is honestly that New Jersey is a highly densely, densely populated, populated state. Um, with a lot of people who work in New York, which is even more densely populated. Yes. And so that's where we are going to be having problems. Yes. Um, is that like, we have that commuting mentality. Mm-hmm. We have the fact that like, everyone's kind of on top of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Like we definitely live in a more suburban area, which is good. Yep. But still people who live with, like around us don't necessarily work in this area. And work in places where they could have gotten it. So just, you know, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Harness. Uh, hey, guys. Still reading Hulk, Daredevil, X-Men, start a symbiote Spider-Man thanks to the Marvel Unlimited app. Nice. Uh, you'd love it. And Tiffany, uh, the last issue has Doctor Strange. Have a good comic <laughs> week. Yeah, no. Symbiote Spider-Man is one of the best Spider-Man books to come out in the last couple of years because it is an... A, a flashback series that's written by Peter David who gets the character. Right. The only problem is it's by Greg Land and the art is distractingly terrible. Like, it was... I, I, I finished the first volume in real time and picked up the first issue of the next volume and it was so horrible. I, just, I was like, I really like this, mm-hmm. but I can't in good conscience buy it because, like, the art is so unforgivably bad and i get it like mm-hmm. land is like 
fast and it's consistent. It's not like it looks it looks rushed or it starts out great and it gets crappy. Yeah. It's just like it's just not good. And when it's when it's good, it's fair. And when it's not, it's distracting. And I just couldn't read it anymore. I was like, I have to stop. Uh, Adam Groves, hi y'all. Hello, Adam. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Kev Bot uh, 9095 Hello, relatively new to the channel And I just wanted Hi. to thank you for re- uh, Reigniting my love for Spider-Man And other titles in general Much love and keep safe You too, thank Kev you, you too. Thank you very much for hanging out with us And welcome yeah. to the population um, We wash our hands here And all stand at least 6 to 12 feet away from one another Yeah, it's cool. except for this uh, <laughs> huh. uh, We also have... <laughs> We also have uh, hand sanitizer. Like, yeah, if I'm touching my face, I washed my hands before we came in here, and also I have hand sanitizer. I didn't know we had hand sanitizer. Yeah. Oh, I would have used that. It's good stuff. I just ate a fruit by the foot instead. Yeah. Whoops. TB, uh, (laughs) currently reading V Vendetta. Seems appropriate. Yeah. Enjoy V. What books or trades, what three books or trades would you recommend in the possible extra downtime coming because of all this? Thank you for being you. Uh, Take care and stay safe. You too, TB. Uh, I would read, like, an omnibus-level amount of stuff. You know, I'd read, like... I'd get into the Grant Morrison New X-Men era. Oh, that's funny, because I was going to say the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, read all of Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol, but I was going to say... Then you won't have any time left. There you go. It's so, it's so long. But yeah, uh, but grab... You don't have to get the, the volume. You could always go to, like, the Unlimited app or wherever you can find yeah. it. But uh, you were suggesting... I was going to say, the reason why I suggested reading Grant Morrison's New X-Men... Oh, yeah. ...is because clearly... You know who else read Grant Morrison's new X-Men? Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because you were looking through an old Wizard magazine and you you picked up on a couple of similarities, a couple of uh, allusions yes. to what's going on in the current run. So uh, the, the the deeper your extensive experience with X-Men is, the more either horribly frustrated you'll be with the run or... Uh, rewarded. Rewarded because you, picked, because you cherry-picked your canonical history of yeah. the X-Men. I, of course, would also recommend Saga. You, have, you can pick up... The, the whole, whole thing. The whole thing. Well, the whole thing to date in a giant book. Yeah. Um, but that's only if you're into that kind of thing. That's right. I only push Saga on those who, that's their kind of thing. Exactly. Uh, 94 Evangelion, love your show. Speaking of this news right now, do you think Marvel should some should do something similar like the legacy virus, but for all of the Marvel Universe? Uh, I mean, what, who would it affect? Everybody? Or would it be like, a, like it only affects people with superpowers? Would it affect you if you like have like some traces of radioactivity in your system? That could be interesting. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, honestly, the Legacy Virus is one of my like least favorite errors of the X Men because it was just like it. It was clearly, you know, it was it was uh, inspired. At least I believe it was inspired by like the the AIDS epidemic, and I thought that like you know because it had those connections to it, it was like. There was a period of time, you know, where it was kind of like it was incurable. So it's like you can never end this story without it being complicated. And then it did end finally. And it was like barely an ending. And it was like I I was just it just it went too far too long. It was very, you know, for me, it was like kind of clone saga-y where it was like, when is this friggin legacy thing going to end? And I'm very wary uh, and gun shy uh, from... uh, Stories that don't have a clear ending. Right. Or that might have the option of meandering into forever. <laughs> uh, Nerd King 101, back issues deceased and metal are some of my favorites of the series. Thank you very much, man. From Hoboken, so I feel you on the quarantine. <laughs> As we know, Black Widow ties into some of the shows and uh, Phase 4. What if canceling it sets everything else back? I doubt it will. I think that... I think Black Widow will have, like, references to it, but I don't think it's going to be, like, a linchpin book or movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's more just, like, more like a palate cleanser slash, like, to- tone setter. Yeah. Where it's like, here we are. This yeah, is going to be phase this is four. This of the next stuff. Despite the fact that it's, like, a retcon. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, you read Ghost Rider. Yeah, let's chat out really quickly about Ghost Rider, just briefly. Uh, Hearts of Darkness 2, part two. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Doctor Strange, of course, was not in Hearts of Darkness. Yeah, whatever, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's barely in this book anyway, so yeah. that's cool. <laughs> well, he's on the cover. Yeah, I know. Well, we want to show Doctor Strange in his weird buzz cut, even though in the book itself, he's it's got the gray. I, it's, <laughs> something happened on the cover. I don't know. Regardless, we see um, Stacy at home with her family, and Blackheart shows up with like, the, like, uh, like her friend Emma or her sister Emma mm-hmm. or whoever Emma, um, and like is controlling her and is like, "I need you." Yeah. What we will not see that 
in this issue. Oh. So it's, it's that's later. Okay. Black Heart like shows up, does one thing, and then leaves. Oh, all right. For the next issue. Hmm. Um, then there's like kind of like a little bit of filler, honestly, where like, um, Danny is, um, the corruption knight, spirit of corruption. I want to call him a knight because he's got a sword and a helmet. I'm just like, you made him a knight. Yeah. He's a knight of corruption. Absolutely. But he's the spirit of corruption. Sure. And like he, like the sword's calling to him, it hungers for corruption and like, the other guys are just, like, giving him a hard time, like, wait a minute, so Johnny did all this? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he just takes his sword and, like, stabs Punisher in the gut. Why? Because, like, it calls for corruption and he can't handle it. So, so Danny corrupted can't handle So he Punisher? just stabs him so that, like, it would kill him, basically. It would turn him into, like, goo. Okay. Um, And then, like, Wolverine's like, what are you doing? So, like, he attacks Danny and he's just like, I am going to, like, claw punch you. I'm like, claw punch you? That's what he says? Yes. Oh. He's like, don't think I won't claw punch you in the throat. Oof. Or in the face. Okay. He's just like, I know, like, Krakoa says I can't kill humans, but you're not a human anymore. Well, and you killed a human. Like, you do that all the time. You're yeah. part of X-Force, you jackass. So Who wrote the, this? Um, this is, uh... God, you guys got the hard cut. Brisson. I was like, it is Brisson. Really? Yeah. Doesn't he write X-Force? So anyway, um, then, like, that Watcher chick was like, no, listen, like, Johnny like showed up because the cop was a demon yeah and he killed the demon uh-huh. not the cop the no. cop was already dead and like the it was the demon was wearing his cop skin <laughs> yeah like, his cop suit his edgar suit yeah exactly so then like johnny or danny becomes like danny again and he's just like no it's cool like the fact that like punisher didn't immediately die means that he's not totally corrupt so he's cool so then punisher's fine and he just feels like crap oh you see what I'm talking about when it comes to decompression? Yeah, this is what this feels like. The last issue was really strong. I like, felt like, shit, I don't have enough issues. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, Normally, when Ghost Rider is about to get canceled, they're um, you know, they're like, oh, we got to put everything in there. Some, Ed Brisson's like stretching his legs. Yeah, we're going to be doing this for a long time. So, don't worry. So basically, like, Wolverine checks in with Punisher, and he's like, I feel like crap. But anyway, moving on. Thank and you. It's like, Percy. Ben Percy writes X-Force. Okay. Punisher is like, listen, man. Like, you do that to me again, and I'm going to take all of my C4 and shove it down your throat and ignite it and turn you into red mist. Got it? And yeah. I was like, That's a really... Specific reference? Just a lot of description. Yeah. So then we check in with Johnny, who's hanging out with Dr. Strange. Remember Dr. Strange pulled him into another dimension? He's yeah. Like, Hey John. Right. What are you doing? What's up? Why'd you why uh, why'd you take him out of out of the hotel we yeah, left him in in front of a hotel? And mm-hmm. he's like, "Cause I need him because you forgot about me down there." Right. You like convinced me to take the role of leader of hell, and then you left me there. It was supposed to be temporary. Remember was that? it? Yeah, it was. Okay. He's like, "I'll come back for you." Okay. And like Strange is like, "I didn't forget, man. It's, it's just, just that you I need- can't like just come and take you because then there's gonna be a power vacuum. If Fisto's not in charge and you're not in charge, who's gonna be in charge?" Right. He's like, "I've been trying to figure that out." And like Mephisto's like, he's lying. Why do you think his hands aren't shaking anymore? He made a deal with the demon. Mm-hmm. Like Mephisto totally calls him out on what Strange has been doing in his book. And like he's, okay. like, he's been playing doctor and all this crap, right? And I was like, okay, person's paying attention to what Wade is doing. Okay. Cool. So then like um, they fight. <laughs> and like Doctor Strange beats him. Mm-hmm. And then they look and Mephisto's gone. Right. He's just running away. Because they're in a room in the Sanctum someplace. Like they need like to get back and like... Doctor Strange wouldn't open the door, so like Mephisto finds the door and he's like, There's the door. I found mm-hmm. it. So that's what I was doing. I wasn't trying to run away. Uh-huh. I found the door for you. It's cool, it's right there. So they open the door and then like um Strange at the last page reveals Strange being like punched out of the sanctum through the window and okay. like on the street and it's like to be continued and I'm like, Okay, cool. We do get more info about what's happening to Johnny though, because they go to like the other team goes to the morgue. Yeah. And um they get into the morgue to see the cop and like Basically, like, someone's like, I'm sorry, Punisher, explain to me again, how is it we can get into the morgue? Right. And he's just like, oh, the mortician was being blackmailed by the mob into changing death certificates so okay. that, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, he's and now just he owes like, me a favor. Yo, he's like, I stopped that. So right. now he owes me. Yeah. Not a favor. No, it just owes me. He owes me. Right. Presumably forever. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty you know, funny. He'll owe yeah. me for, until he dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the, the chick puts a coin on the cop's head to reveal what he really looks like, and it's a demon. And they're like, okay, cool. So like, I don't know why she didn't speak up in the first place <laughs> other than to just let this all play out the way it played out, but that's what happens. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, and then it turns out that like, like over time, Johnny's using his damnation stare, 
which is causing part of the demon's souls to like affect him. And inevitably he'll become the devil. Right. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's what's happening. Really didn't need all of this issue to get there, but fine. And so we see like that last page reveal. Typically he has that crown, but he's starting to look. He's got the horns. Yeah. He's getting a little more devilish. Happening. Okay, cool. So like they're kind of in a race against time. Yeah. And like, so it really isn't Johnny's fault. Like Johnny isn't a bad person. No, necessarily, but, but like he's being corrupted because he doesn't know that that's happening to right. him. Okay. So remember Lilith? I don't know what's happening with her right now. Mm. She just had, like, so we've got Punisher. Yep. Wolverine. Wolverine, this chick, mm-hmm. Danny Catch, Johnny Blaze, Doctor Strange, Strange, Mephisto, Blackheart, and Lilith. Yes. And we're going to juggle all these characters in a book called Ghost Rider. Sounds like it's just a lot. the Midnight like, Suns era. It kind of does. But, like, but, the Min- but the Spirits of Vengeance Midnight Suns era like had... Like they all two have main own, characters. Well, they all had their own books, and so if you were reading them, great. And if you weren't, fine. You just kind of got this other thing, but it gave them that like room to breathe. And I'm not saying they should do that because I don't think there's enough. There's not enough audience in that, or so. interest or anything. Anyway, no. okay, moving on. Fair enough. Ghost Rider. God damn it, Ghost Rider. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, Gorgon Fish says, "How do you think?" The current situation will affect comics and more specifically the future of digital comics. I think that uh, they've been saying for a while, like, you know, you can't see the records and the, for like how digital sales go. Yeah. Um, And I think I've heard the argument made that they just don't have them. Yeah. I think magically they'll all, they'll find them. Oh, Uh, I don't think we'll find out what they are, but I think that they will be released and that they'll be like, oh, and they're going to factor them into the monthly sales. Because, like, you know what it'll look like shit? The next three months' worth of sales for books. Yeah. And if you don't want to, like, make it look like you just are a dying industry, you'll want to pad those numbers with the actual sales numbers. So hopefully it'll boost digital, and it'll make digital more legitimate in the eyes of, like, of, of, uh, of the industry itself, and also in the eyes of, like, those who seek to make money off of it. Yeah. I'm hopeful that it means good things. Uh, Dan and Graham, uh, speaking of omnibus, loving the Jeff Johns at JSA omnibus. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Je- grab a Jeff Johns omnibus. You're going to have a good time. <laughs> uh, super duper head ass. I love you guys. This is random. And I don't know if I've told this, if you've told the story before, but I've been wondering how you guys met Ben and Ethan. Uh, ben and I went to high school together and Ethan uh, post college graduation is when I met Ethan. Same deal with you. Yeah. We didn't know each other in high school, but you met them through me. Yes. That's the short version. It's all tethered around Sal. It is. Sal's our flash. I am. Yeah. Uh, if you want a longer version, watch one of our first or second like live shows or for subscriber specials. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Those definitely. are... those. We get that question every time, and we usually get into great detail because they're about seven hours long. Uh, great Ones Planet. Brisson writes the terrible issues of New Mutants. I think he also writes Excalibur. Does he? See, he writes one of them. Anyway. In any case, yeah, well, that, that explains a lot. Let's move on, because I just got notification that I gotta get something together for my job. Oh, I'm, Al- I'm working remotely right now! Algae try. Hell, fire, yeah, hat. It's Comic Pop Live. Keep the good times coming. Will do, Algae. Thank you very much. I'm re- I just like, I, I was like, what? Yeah, I'm reading your, your, your emotes. Uh, X-Men number eight from Hickman and Azrar, uh, Mammoth uh, Azrar. Or Ezrar. We met him before. And he, he told us. Mahmoud. Mahmoud Azrar. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just more, uh, more this X-Men. This issue, to me, felt like they were anticipating that New Mutants was coming out in a couple of weeks. So here's the book. <laughs> I loved it because it was New Mutants. Uh, it was. Yeah, they were like, oh, shit, New Mutants. Better, better, better put them in there. Uh, the New Mutants stole. Uh... Th- this issue for me was literally the one where I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, well, all you needed to know was that they did this. But right, if you read like, New Mutants, you know what's going on. No, but I mean, like, literally, like, this tying into what's been happening, I was like... Yeah, like, why? Because we needed one more thing? Right, we needed like, another thing. Like, this was the issue where I was like, okay. Yeah. Fine. So, uh, yeah, they T. have... Yeah, Howard writes Excalibur. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they have, uh, the... the... 
threw the, I think they stole the egg from the star jammers and then brought it back with them. But they have this egg and it's the yeah. king egg from a brood colony. They don't know that, of course, but they have it. Uh, this triggers the brood because they need a king egg because you can have like. It's so they, horrific looking. Oh, I love it. They have like all these thousands of like, they, they actually break down like how many brood there are, how many brood queens there are and how many egg, like, how many kings there are. It's a lot. And it, it's, it's a lot. Uh, I love the brood. I think that I don't really like, I don't have a favorite brood story, but I love the visual of the brood. I love the concept of the brood. Um, maybe it's, maybe my favorite one is brood trouble in the big easy where uh, the X-Men go to Louisiana uh, and they team up with Ghost Rider to fight the brood. It's written by Howard Mackey. You would dig it the most. It's drawn by Jim Lee. Um, but yeah, so the story is literally just like, hey, the br- hey, come back here. <laughs> the, brood are, the brood are coming because they need their egg. Sure. Gotta get that egg. That's it. Uh, that they- egg, because the store is out of them because, you know, people are buying up yeah. bread, eggs, and milk. Exactly. So they're like, okay, when they discover, oh crap, they need the they, they, they need to give the king egg back. Mm-hmm. They send a contingent, which is essentially just the Summers team, to go get rid of it. Well, yeah, because it's like, they're they're coming. Yeah, and like, like, all of them. Like, like so, like a little like group of the brood show up, and like the new mutants fight it. Yeah, and the X Men fight it too. Well, yeah, because they, it's on Krakoa, but they start fighting it because that's where it goes first because they have it in their part of Krakoa, and yes. so then the X Men show up, and like one of them's like, "Oh, yes, I believe I know why they're here." Yeah, it's this egg. So then, mm-hmm. like Jean tells Scott, which I love that because he's like, "She's like, can we t- hang on, I got something for you," and he's like, "I'm like really busy." And I know you know that. Right. Because you're psychic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also uh, are working with portals, which is fun. Yeah. They use magic's portals. Yep. Magic opens up like multiple portals so that Scott blasts his optic blasts through like one of them and it mm-hmm. comes out of all of them. And I'm like, awesome move. Yeah. That's great. That was really dope. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, but ultimately, that's it. There's a lot of interplay between the Summers brothers, uh, <laughs> particularly the fact that, like, oh, God, what is his name? Vulcan? Vulcan. Uh, never died. Yeah. That We thought he died. And uh, it's great because there's one of the Hickman dumps where it's, like, talks about the Shi'ar battle record. And mm-hmm. it's, like, giving you context for an actu- for actual stories that happened where you're, like, where if you're reading, you're like, that's not how that happened, or that's yeah. not what happened afterwards. And then like they they have like the X Men the X Men retconning on them. Yeah. Uh, so when they talk about it, they're like, okay, so one Gladiator was Mesjestor of the Empire after the death of uh, Narami of the Narami heir, former Super Guardian and leader of the Imperial Guard. Two Black Bolt uh, was killed at the conclusion of the war when the T bomb detonated, and three Vulcan was also killed at the conclusion of that war. Uh, then they go into like the actual like retconning of that page, or the, yeah, they update it. The updates of those <laughs> updates. They're like updates. Black Bolt didn't die, or he came back to life. It's kind of it's kind of unclear. Inhumans are weird. <laughs> I'm like right on. Uh, two Gladiator uh, actually is dead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Gladiator no. recently signaled his desire to surrender the Imperial throne uh, to Xandra. Yeah, which we talked about, and we, which which already we've seen happen. Um, but and, and that Xandra thing is tied in, obviously, with Rogue and Gambit. Yes, it is. So yeah, it's all connected. All connected. Uh, but also, Vulcan never died. Yeah, never died. Um, so and the Star Jammers got their asses kicked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and because uh, Sun Spot stayed with Cannonball. Uh, he's like negotiating the terms of the release of the Star Jammers. Yeah. That's kind it. Kind of. It's just no, cool. They, they just want to get the egg. Well, they want, back. well, they yeah. they're like, you're supposed to bring the egg and you friggin' didn't. So, you, you know, we got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll get the egg back. And then he calls the X-Men and they're like, okay, we're working it out. So it's just a little like mini story in this whole X-Men arc. I can't believe that there's only eight issues in the series. <laughs> I know. It feels like so much has happened. Well, because there's like 20 series with yeah, X-Men. It's true. Um, but it's cool. Uh, I love the brood. I like seeing them in action. I like this the X-Men working together. so came out of left field for me. Completely. No. Well, because... Again, if, you, if I'd been reading New Mutants, there really wasn't. Because the only other X-Men tie-in I was reading was New Mutants, yeah. I was like, yay! <laughs> it didn't feel For me, I was weird. like, oh, what? Yeah, what are we doing? So, like, I guess slap on the hand for me for not reading those tie-ins. Yeah, and well, tie-ins just other series. skip all the Brisson issues because those are horseshit. I read, like, two of them, and then I, I stopped caring. Yeah, well, I enjoyed I them. missed the egg. It was a lot of fun. 
The egg was like very early on. Then I didn't miss the egg. It was it was just it was very quick. They just so stole blink- an egg. Yeah, they were like, well, well, you screwed us over. We're taking this. <laughs> taking this. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I dug it. I love this issue. Yeah. It was good. It looked good. Uh, it was fun. Uh, plus, hey, like, it, it, it's interesting because, like, Hickman is like, I'm going to upset the apple cart and change everything. Right. But also, I'm going to, like, pay off and reference stuff you love and remember. Yeah. And so that's kind of fun. All right. Uh, Irish Tarshan 92 says, hey, guys, greetings oh, from England. Greetings. Uh, Cheers. Hope- Cheers. Hope you're doing okay, and thank you for the escapism. I also wanted Problem. to thank uh, Tiffany for getting me into Doctor Strange <gasps> because the Aaron run is great. It is great. It's so great. Yay. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess you already have, so enjoy. En- enjoy it. Uh, if you haven't already, you got to read that. Uh, it's good. Brian K. Vaughn, The Oath book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And, and those are the old books that we read. We're going to give some recommendations of books that come out this week we think you should pick up. Uh, obviously, Batman 91 from James Tyne in the fourth. And Jorge Jimenez is coming out. Jimenez has said that he wants to be able to be, like, the only artist on this series. Or at least for this arc. Oh. Where he's like, I want to, I don't want any fill-in artists. I want it to just be me the whole time. Oh. What so, about everyone else beforehand? Well, I mean... Not that. There's nothing from, you, from here on out. There's nothing you can do about that. Okay. Now. All right. No, no, that's but, great. Uh, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. We all would love that. I'm down. And I'm so glad. Good. Uh, so that's great. Uh, Unkillables number two comes out. Nice. And I think if you're a, if you're a 2000s fan and you like Cassie, you may want to pick up this issue. Oh, wow. Uh, Unkillables is excellent. And on the heels, of course, of the inevitable sequel to Deceased, which the also Inevitables. Cool. Yeah. The Inevitables. I... Yeah, so check out this. Deceased Unkillables. Great right. stuff. Nice. Uh, the Robin 80th Anniversary 100-page Spectacular is coming out. I think these are obvious, desperate cash grabs that represent what they found out they could achieve when they made the Action Comics 1000 issue. But I don't care, because Robin's great, and this is an awesome idea. I would have put the title at the bottom of the book. Obviously. Sorry. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, like, you know, it's DC. What do you want? Right? I mean, you know, you know how DC operates. It's just, I'm just saying. That would have been me. Yeah. Moving on. But uh, great stuff. Uh, Amazing Mary Jane number six. She's coming back from her trip to LA. Nice. Like, because they didn't expect the series to keep going. So I guess here we go. <laughs> back in the Big Apple. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Self quarantining herself. Yeah. Peter's like, and me too. Yes. She's like, no. No. Uh, X-Force is coming out. I'll check that out as well. Okay. X-Force. There's, there's, there's a lot happening on that cover. Yeah. Does Domino have both her arms back? Well, it's, 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 I'm sure it's not in canon. You know, it's like a thing. Like, God only knows. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Uh, and Marvel's number three from mm, Alex Ross strange. and Jim Kruger. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 50% done with the series. Uh, the first two were cool and depressing. It's also on the, it's a preamble to the epic Earth X series. So check it out. All right, cool. Um, I'm of course going to have to give it up to Conan the Barbarian, now written by Jim Zub. Yep. Jim Zub being on board um, for that. So, you know, I'm going to be reading that for sure. Mm-hmm. Is this the uh, first Zub issue? I think it is. I was trying to remember who wrote the last one. I think... I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, Excalibur number nine will be coming out. So if anything ever happens in Dawn of X that has Excalibur, I will know about it. Yes. Unlike the brood, and I won't. But it won't. Um, so anyway. No, they're, they're, they're teasing a lot of stuff when it comes to what's his name? Yeah. Apocalypse and, and stuff? Yeah, we'll see. Um, Something is Killing the Children number six is coming out. Oh. So you know I'm going to be picking that up. Yep. Because I love it so you much. You should too. Right? What? You should too. It's great. Yeah, you should. No, you should do it. Go do it. Go get it. Go get yeah. that right now. And Plunge number two is coming out. Hey. Of that six issue uh, Hill House comic. That's very much like the thing or thing inspired mm-hmm. in that era of like horror inspired. So I'm grabbing that too. Definitely. So yeah. And I also want to give a recommendation for all of you who are not used to getting digital comics. Maybe you're used to going to your local comic book store. And I'm not saying you shouldn't support them. A lot of them are going to be doing things where they'll pack up your comics and send them to you. So I would inquire with them if they're going to be doing that to help support them. Um, But if you're literally in a location where it's just like your comic book stores aren't going to be doing that, you still want to get your comics fixed, 
I would go over to Comixology um, just to try it out. It's free to get the app. And then I would just take a look at their library. There's a lot of free stuff you can read on there. Um, they literally have a tab that just says free at the top. <laughs> and so you could check out what's there. But then you can actually go into the publisher section, find a publisher you're looking for, and go to the free section there. A lot of them, some of them are just preview things, but some of them are straight up like the first issue of a series yes. to see if you're interested in. Image is definitely doing a lot of that. Marvel, DC, they're all doing it. They all have their free issues up there. And a lot of times, especially with indie books like Image, yeah. you get the like the first issue, you check it out, fine. Most of the further issues, you, the further back you go, they're usually less expensive. That's right. Like the older they get, they drop the price. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes it can be worth it. They also sell like trades. They sell collections. So let's say you try an issue. Yeah. You're like, I really want this. Go check out how much the trade is online because you can actually read them through Comixology as well just to keep up reading. You know what I mean? If you've got the spare time, you know, maybe you've kind of caught up with your, your current comics and yeah. you want to try some new older stuff, go check it out. Right. I mean, there's also, of course, the DC subscription service. Um, there's Marvel's Unlimited. Un Unlimited as well. Yep. Um, those but are all out, excellent but, places. Let's start with Comixology because you never know. There's it's a, a free lot of, app. That's, that's it. Thing. Like it's free to get in. Yep. And you can you can read Comixology and the guided view on your TV, on your uh, tablet, on your phone, on your PC, mm -hmm. your Mac. Like you you can literally have it on your phone. You could cast it on your television and read comics that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there's a lot of options. Yes. But uh, definitely, you know you know patronize whatever is the most convenient and affordable for you yeah uh, dr comic with hellions there are nine monthly books about the x-men being published now how much is too much i, I mean eventually they're going to end a couple of them. yeah i think we are getting to that threshold where a lot of people aren't going to be able to keep grabbing the each issue you and can. like i've already started dropping some of them like yeah. that like i was like once we got past issue six i was like cool that seems to be what they wanted to tell us moving on yeah no i dropped a lot of them so uh, Flywheel Shyster helping us out. Thank you very much, Thank man. Thank you so much. Uh, Tabby Lynn, uh, any theories on Docs? Also, do you think Franklin Richards may have to go through Crucible to, to prove his loyalty to mutants? Big up from Spain. Stay safe. You too, man. Um, I will say, uh, or maybe not. I don't know. Tabby. Um, but I will say, uh, I don't really have any Docs theories besides that Apocalypse is going to be the big bad. Um, it is a good chance of that, simply just because of his help. He'll have conflicting desires because yeah. even though he's all like team mutant like he's also like team himself and his horsemen yeah he's been team fighting mutants since we've been introduced to him so yeah uh also i think uh yeah i think they're they introduced the crucible around the same time that f4 x-men came out right to now, suggest it that could be that they're not going to do the crucible for a while on him like to hold it off so that he doesn't have his powers back since it could shift everything like in a way that they don't want necessarily yeah i mean like he is a like he's a little dangerous yeah so yeah uh, Silvery Cricket says, going through a rough week because I'm currently waiting on tests to return from for the virus. Ooh. And I can live with the no paid leave, but my family being afraid of me sucks. Being <sighs> Makes me happy to see the show. I'm, I'm sorry, so sorry, man. Uh, yeah, just, you know, uh, what, I, what I would do is if they were, like, afraid of you, just stay away from them. I mean, if you, hopefully you live alone, like, uh, uh, separately from them. Uh, if you do, that'd be great to, like improve their so you know use their uh, the, the devices you know and, like start increasing their ability to talk to you through like digital oh, yeah, no, no, certainly certainly no i'm sorry and uh, hopefully all turns out well hopefully everything will be okay yeah um, but good for you honestly for staying in yeah and like keeping yourselves in there until you find out what's going on that exactly. that's excellent of you and you should be applauded for that hopefully your family sees that as well totally and is less afraid and more just like okay just stay over there yeah. for right now. But hey, it's a good opportunity for you to catch up on some stuff. So hopefully you can do that. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people have different hobbies and stuff like that. And that's a great time. Right. And that's a great time. Uh, Jack O'Connell. Uh, hello from Ireland. I hope both of you, Ben and Ethan, are well. I'm just happy that I have your videos and study to keep myself busy. I've been really enjoying Hickman's X-Men and New Mutants. I really enjoyed some of New Mutants and X-Men as well. Well, Those Hickman's New Mutants. Hickman's New Mutants, yes. Absolutely. Yes, Those absolutely. Are no, um, good. yeah. His, his X-Men has been great. It's been a good ride. Yeah. This issue for me just really came out of left. I know, I know. So, like, other than that, I liked it. But, like, I was just like, Wait, what? Right? A brood? Yeah. Yay, brood. That's you. Yeah. I was Has like, what? Hashtag yay, brood. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's it. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. But don't fret if you are joining us for the first time welcome to the population that's what we call the people who watch uh comic pop uh subscribe and get the notification and go through there's like i think there's over there's almost two thousand videos that you can watch you got this a channel. lot you got uh, we offer you a lot of time that you can waste yes looking at our faces oh there'll be plenty of options for live shows <laughs> we're gonna have another show live it's yeah. called elseworlds exchange that'll meet tomorrow 
Uh, we've also got, of course, back issues, which is not live, but it's still fun. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the rack here. Uh, we also have a one banked Savage Screen episode where we oh, watch we a show uh, and just hang out. And oh, I didn't know we even had that. Yeah. So uh, that'll come out probably at the end of the week. So stay tuned for that on Friday. All right. Uh, that's it. But there's so much and, more to come. And don't forget, like, we also have, like, our own, like, Discord community. So if, like, if you're kind of cut off from people you want to chat with. Like... Absolutely. Check the description below this video for every link for everything that's social. Uh, we have a subreddit, we have a Discord, we have a Facebook group, but I really recommend the Discord my, myself because it is, uh, it's real-time chat, there's multiple different places to chat in mm-hmm. it if you want to, like, you know, do a spoiler conversation about a DC show or a Marvel comic event. Yeah, you can They're... meet other members of the population who have the same interests as you and yeah. just, you know, chat with them. Like, everybody's stuck at home right now, and, like, there's no reason that you feel like you, that you're alone. So it's true. So come hang out with us. Did you mention Twitch? Uh, I did not. Uh, don't forget that there's also a purple version of this channel over on uh, twitch.tv slash comicpoptv where you can watch this uh, stunning young lady uh, play video games. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you, were, you were still, you were almost done with Literally Doom. next stream, which will be tomorrow, we'll be finishing Doom 2016 to prep for um, Doom Eternal. Yes, which yeah, you will yeah, also yeah. be playing on stream. So, yes. yeah, there, there's, there's, every, there's every corner of social media for... Like the, we're here, like you know what I mean. You, yeah. If you're looking for pictures and behind the scenes images, go to Instagram.com/slash/comicpopofficial. If you can't get enough live comic pop content, go to Twitch.tv/slash/comicpoptv. Watch her play video games. Uh, if you want to see what I have to say about random crap all day, Twitch, uh, Twitter.com/slash/salsaswhat, Twitter.com/slash/therealzoobs. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, Discord, we'll keep Facebook. In touch. There's people all over the place for you to chat with. Everyone is looking to the internet right now. For not only entertainment, but also for the interactivity. Exactly. So don't be afraid to go find it. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. Population's and a great place to go. Yeah, we have, we have a great community, one of the best online. And, uh, you know, let them prove it by joining us and, uh, and interacting with us. Don't screw this up, guys. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wash your hands. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.